Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Talking Cop for this Wednesday night. Uh, I'm Gav, that's Davo, and this show is called The Tribute. Uh, what we do is we bring a guest on, and they pick three players, former Liverpool players, that they would like to pay tribute to. Now, they can be like top of the pops, or they can be just players that they liked when they supported Liverpool, and we can chat about them. Keith did it last week or the week before. I think he done Peter Beardsley, McManaman, and Yossi Benayoun. Um So they were his three um, a couple of weeks ago. Davo has picked three. We're going to go through them in the next 40, 45 minutes or so. Davo, was it easy to pick them? Uh, was it easy to pick them? Well, listen, I went, I went for McManaman. I knew, obviously, Tommy Keith. Uh, yeah. Keith had picked him. He was the, he was the real one when I was growing up. But, yeah, no, it was handy enough. It was handy enough. Yeah. Just had to have it rack my brain a little bit just to see. Trying to remember back to see how I liked and stuff. Was attempting to go big, like you know, uh, oh, like fucking Barnes, Suarez, Gerard. Like, was it was because like we've done them to death. I want the whole idea. Yeah. Of this is do you know, do you know, who was, do you know, who was, do you know, who was very close to throwing in Kiriakos because he was a mad old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. Him. I don't yeah. mind the whether it's someone you want to pay tribute to because they were brilliant or mad or cult hero. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get people that's to pick me, that's me, players. young ones, Jacker hanging up, pushing. Yeah, Oshin's asking what's what's that hanging behind him. Yeah, it's it's just a jacket. Don't worry, it's Don't not worry, fucking it's some not, sort of alien it's not, that's it's not, about it's the pants. Bo- it's not a body. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So three players. Any order you want. Um, go on. Who are you gonna who are you gonna uh, go with first? Well, go. Do you know who I'm going with first? I'm going with Rob Jones first, Gav. Right. Uh, uh, right back from. Uh, ah, look at that. Jesus, that service with a smile. I know. Fair I play to you. Service with a smile as well. Fair play to you. Uh, yeah, Rob Jones, I really back from. I, I was born in '82, Gav, a couple of years after you. Not many now, a couple of years. Wait, but... I'm fucking born in '82, you prick. Are you '82 as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm '82, right? When in '82? Yeah. What? It, it's December. December. Ah, uh, uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm nine week. months older than you. Uh, right, and obviously no sky back then, really. You know what I mean? We, uh, I think we signed him in '91 from Crew. And uh, he goes straight into the team. I was actually reading a bit there tonight. He goes straight on, into the team two days later, and a Marks Giggs out of the game at Old Trafford in an ill-odd draw. Hmm. And Giggs was tearing up at the minute. I loved him. I, 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 I loved him. It was an awful pity like injury kind of robbed him. Do you know what I mean? He was in the PFA, uh, PFA team of the year twice. And obviously he wins the FA Cup, wins the League Cup, eight England caps. And obviously then his fucking, I think it's his knees are absolutely Shin fucking splints. Yeah, well, he, he missed he missed your own detail, I think, with Shane Smiths. Mm. Um, and then I think the point of the one that really done him in was fucking uh, his knee. Mm. But yeah, look, we'd not, there was no kind of sky back then, so it wasn't really a thing of, of seeing a whole lot of them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I was obviously young as well, <coughs> knowing and 
being in a guy who was my kind of earliest memory is the 92 uh, Cup final. And even at that, I was out on the road playing football, running in, asking me to add a score every few minutes. Your earliest memory was the 92 yeah, Cup final? Yeah, so I, I was at, see, I'm knocking the gas stuff here. I, I was in a guy who was gaff. Yeah, my, my earliest memory in football is the 86 Cup final. And yeah. I'm about four. Now, hold half. on, now, Italian 90 is my earliest football memory, obviously. But, yeah. uh, 86 Cup boy. final is mine. Liverpool, Everton in 86. Yeah, and people always say to me, how do you remember four. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll tell you why, it, it was, it, it's not like you, you remember loads of the game, it was what was happening on the day, and I remember that being on, on the mm. Saturday, I remember it, and Sunshine, Wembley, and I just remember it, and um, it's just like, you know when something sticks in your brain from a really young mm. age, mm. and it was, it, it was, it was always that, that 86 Cup final, I don't know why, and then from then on, like, you know, a year later, it's John Barnes, and I'm infatuated yeah. with John Barnes from, mm. from 87 onwards. Mm. Like, it's, you know what I mean? But Rob Jones, yeah, he, he is, he's signed from crew. Um, let me see. Uh, O'Shane's young, a lot younger than us because he says, I barely heard of this guy. He seems to be sort of half decent if he made it. No, he was, he was yeah, very he good. Was he was very amazing. Good. I'll put it to you this way before good. we go on, O'Shane. If this fella stays fit, Gary Neville doesn't have an England career. Yeah. That's the truth, right? He signed from Crew, and he does make his debut at Old Trafford, and he, I think it might be a nil all draw at Old yeah, Trafford. Yeah, it is a nil all draw. And, um, and Giggs is, you know, not at the Giggs at this time is like, you know, the next big thing, you know, flying winger, Welsh wizard, all this shit. And Rob Jones comes in, and he's just unbelievable against him because Rob Jones was quick, really quick, mm-hmm. uh, strong. Um, very good pos- defender. The positioning was defender. his positioning was excellent. The only thing he never done was score for Liverpool, which was a yeah. running kind of joke every week. And people putting bets on Rob Jones, um, to score first or score any time uh, at Liverpool games. But he was he was honestly Davo. I, I think he would have went on to be one of the best right backs England have ever seen, only for the injuries because that's yeah, how highly well, rated he was. I think like I, I can kind of remember that as a jumping out kind of around that time. Obviously, Mark Wright. Uh, was a centre back with England, but yeah. we, we hadn't too many more kind of involved uh, with England. I mean, obviously Barnes. Uh, yeah, uh, but, but at, that stage, at that stage, at that England, stage, he, he was Barnes kind of was, coming to the end. Barnes. Yeah, uh, and Barnes, with England, with England anyway. And, yeah, Barnes never got on with the England crowd. Like, yeah, it always kind of stood out to me that that like Rob Jones was our right back and he was England's right back like, when he yeah. was fit. Obviously, yeah. the the issues he started getting issues quite early in his career. Obviously, he misses Euro '92 with chin splints, and then a kind of go a kind of goes from there. He's out for he's out for. But he's still he's playing for Liverpool for... five years later. Mm. You know, like you know, you talk about how had we many around like around '92, you had McManaman was coming to the fore. Mm. You know, starting to come to the fore for Liverpool, right? Um, around '91, '92 was probably his breakout se- real breakout season. Mm. You had you had um. You had got Rob Jones, you had Mark Wright, you had John Barnes, but John Barnes was openly booed by the England fans. He didn't yeah. get on with them because the thing with John Barnes was is that he was fucking brilliant for Liverpool. And when he went to play for England, they just didn't play like Liverpool. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They were, they just did not play. They didn't play it to him. They didn't let him do what he was meant to do. And it was an awful lot of possession-based stuff, and it just didn't work. And Rob Jones is still at Liverpool because if you remember, Rob Jones ends up being a left wing back. For yeah. Liverpool in that back five yeah. under Evans, Arthur McAteer comes in, yeah, yeah, under Evans, and just like I think he's worked with Liverpool, he might still do a bit with Liverpool now, and I think he, he was, he was coaching, yeah, he was, yeah, he coaching. runs, I think he runs um childcare facilities now, yeah, yeah with his wife, yeah. um, yeah. I've seen a bit about him the last couple of years, something come up popped up last year about him. Actually. I think it was one of them like Premier League worlds done a yoke on him, do you know what I mean? A, like yeah. a fifteen minute yoke, uh, that yeah. was him, and he's running crashes and. And stuff like that, and he was doing a bit of coaching at Liverpool underage. Now I don't know whether he still is now, but when that came out, he was. Yeah. But yeah, look, he was. He was like obviously you said he didn't score, but he wasn't. He wasn't bad getting forward. You know what I mean? Like he, he obviously he, he hadn't he hadn't got the finish on him, but he was well yeah. able to get forward. Yeah. And, he had, every, uh, he had and, everything and as a fullback. He had everything, and he was. I just remember him being fucking like he'd stick to you like Leo. He was fucking very very hard to get any change out of at all. Yeah, and his and recovery was great. Yeah. His, his recovery was great, and it was a mixture of things with him. You know the way you see a player and they go, "Oh, he's just lightning fast. He gets back like Kyle Walker, right?" You see Kyle Walker getting back at people because of his pace, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see people that wouldn't be as quick, but they might get they're just good positionally. Rob Jones was both, so Rob Jones mm-hmm. was able to go forward, right? And 
I'd, I'd say he's a few assists for Liverpool, to be honest with you. But he, mm. he, he was a good pass with the ball. He, you know, he, he could play football. It wasn't like he was just yeah. all this all-out defender, like a Jamie Carragher, that didn't play passes. He, he played passes. He put people through. He crossed. He done everything. But a mixture of his pace, his recovery, and knowing where to be was unbelievable. Like, it was very rare you'd see Rob Jones go, oh, he's had to be pulled by opposition massively there, and he's had to be exposed there. He was just rock solid. And whether that was whether that was playing one-on-one with a flying winger like a Giggs, or whether it was, you know, at the back post, heading stuff away, you know, covering the centre-half. Mm. He was just... Uh, he, he's always one to have a way think that you look back and you think, what if? Honestly, because he, I think he ends up going to West Ham and he might do a season at West Ham after Liverpool, and then he just knocks her on the head because mm. he just can't get away from these injuries. But yeah. it is a case of what if, isn't it? Because, like, I think you said there, eight England caps. Yeah, like, eight England caps, yeah. He should, realistically, realistically, should have done close to 100 England caps if if the if the injuries didn't didn't kind of fucking finish him. Because there was nobody better than him. No, well, look, listen, quite early in his career, obviously, he misses two tournaments through it. Do you know what I mean? He obviously misses your 92, and then... Like, when you look at it, he plays in the League Cup final we win in 95, so it's only 18 months later or 16 months later, you're in 96 is there, and like, mm. he's, like he's, he's, probably at, he's probably at the peak of his powers, kind of uh, age-wise then, and obviously he misses out through injury uh, and that. So, obviously, like you said, opens up for Neville. Opens up for Neville, who was actually very young at that time, yeah. um, and gets straight in and... Because they know really, I think Neville's about two seasons in at United when Euro mm. 96 comes. Yeah. I think. So, um, yeah, look, it is it is a serious case of what if, because I just, like, I just remember him being a real kind of, he was kind of one of the standouts, because look, look, we weren't great, obviously, at, at that time. No. We win the, we, we win the FA Cup. Well. Yeah, yeah. Soon era, and then a bit into the Roy Evans era. Um, but we, we were poor enough, do you know what I mean? Particularly Sionis. Evans was trying to put building and blocks in place, kind of to get us back, and we were very attacking, very good to watch, but fucking lead goals to beat the band. But yeah. he was, it really was a case of what if, because I just remember him kind of being one of the standouts, particularly like uh, that Sionis area, like playing for England when you're in a poor side and being like a really, really, really good right back. Uh, and a side that was a bit all over the fucking place. Just yeah, a, a serious case of what if Gaff. Yeah, because I think you, I think you might retire before he's thirty anyway. Ninety nine, he retires Ninety nine. So I think he, he might be about twenty eight, twenty nine when he retires. Yeah, yeah, that's that. all he was. Yeah, <clears throat> and when you think about it, like he's that's eight years after his debut, mm. and I don't know how many games he plays for Liverpool, but it's not enough. No, it's, it's, not it's just not enough. And when you look at all the internationals that go on. Um, like Tom Boland says there, Neville admitted only for Jones' injuries he wouldn't have had as many England caps. Um, he was just so highly rated and, and there's, a, mm. there's a couple of people in the chat there that are a lot younger than us. You know, yeah. like going, I haven't seen an awful lot of Rob Jones. I'm not too sure if there's much out there to look at Rob Jones, but talk to if you talk to older fans, um, possibly air age and older, mm. um, and maybe a little bit younger than us, did they, they be able to tell you who good Rob Jones was because... Like when you see the fullback, like when you see what Trent is now, right? The Trent's a completely different footballer, um, mm. to Rob Jones. But when you look at how excited you are by Trent at right back, you didn't look at what excitement that Rob Jones. You just looked at God. He was just so solid. He was just yeah. a perfect right back. Winger wasn't getting much Winger was yeah. Mm. Winger wasn't getting much elven. Balls to the back post. He was he was fine under. He was able to run. He was he could travel with a ball. He could pass the ball. He wasn't doing mm. Trent levels of stuff. Who the fuck is? Yeah. But he was he was one of those where you went ah he's on the team sheet. Great. And look, like, never worried about probably him. probably a testament to him. Like obviously a bit of luck gets involved and whatnot. Like with cups and stuff like that. But. Like a, a short career picks up two major trophies in a, and is in a PFA team, PFA team uh, twice as well, which is vote for by our peers. So shows you how shows you how good he was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Oshin says there. According to Wikipedia, he never played a competitive game for West Ham. Yeah. <clears throat> he he signs for West Ham. From what I can remember, he signs for West Ham, and you might be right. He probably doesn't play for them. I think mm. he might. I don't even think he set, he ends he, he finishes a season with them. I think he goes there hoping to get fit and he feels great and he, I think he breaks down and he just decides enough. I think, his, I think his knees are made of biscuits at that stage, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, he was, yeah. and I know the shin splints were early on because I always yeah. remember um, people talking about um, 
you know, about the shin splints issue and, and, and they're fucking horrible. Shin splints are, are mm. horrible, horrible fucking injury to have. 260 career games he had, 185 for us, 75 for Cruz, zero for West Ham, says Tom Bowen. Mm. So you go, 260 games, 185 for us, and that's in seven or eight years. Yeah, seven so or eight years. So you know what I mean? He's, he's missed half the games um, through injury. But when he played, you were just like, he was always the fella that when he played, you just thought, just keep him in the team, get him a run in the yeah. team. Maybe, maybe he's over this, maybe he's over this, and it just it never happens. But Rob Jones, um, I'm, I'm glad there's a couple of people in there that don't remember him because they might go and look him up now. And uh, yeah. that's that's we're winning when we when we do stuff like that. Um, who's your next one? Me next one, right? Well, we obviously love that Rafa team. We we got very close to winning the league, and then we sent. We actually. Tagged me mate in it on Twitter and it was a Xabi Alonso kind of fucking two and a half minutes of him pinging it right. And I love Xabi Alonso. Well, fuck me, I love this partner in there. I love Mascherano. So I've gone for Mascherano, the second one. I love me, a defensive midfielder that runs around building people. I fucking, right. I love them, a terrier. Yeah. And listen, that's 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 doing them a disservice. Like the fella goes to Barcelona and wins it all, do you know what I mean? In the middle of the park and half. then goes and plays centre and then goes and plays centre back. Yeah. But for us, it was like the yin and the yang. You had one there that could that was graceful, like a swan zinging the ball around, and then you had that mad Argentinian bastard who yes. could play, but he could tackle, he could get around, he put his foot in. But fuck, I loved him. I loved him. Do you, do you know what I loved about Mascherano? Before we get into the style of play and before we get into the games and, and whatever else, um, do you know when when players like I watched the lip of the door is final, right, and it's bananas like yeah. bananas right i know it was um uh fluminense and Boca, right mm. and i know that's argentinian but south american just let's say south and south american mm. football for me is just bananas right because <clears throat> it just the intensity not the speed just the intensity of everyone on the pitch is mad and anyone that comes out of south america you're kind of going this fella's a lunatic mm. and when team when players get to england you think i oh, will calm them down we'll fucking you know, we'll nurture them. We'll just, this never goes out of Mascherano's game. Double. No. Never. Whether you're winning, losing, drawing, there was always something there where Mascherano would just go, I am going to fucking upend someone here. Mm. And I don't care if we're 3-0 up. I don't care if we're 1-0 down. We're hanging on. I'm going to plow through someone. And mm. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? No. Love it never went down, like, didn't it? And the, fucking, and the mad thing was, right, it, it was like, he obviously comes to West Ham and that dodgy towards party ownership. Yeah, he's there for thing. he's like, there for he's there, he's there for six months or whatever six he's months, there yeah. for. And fucking but like he barely kicks a ball from him. I think he makes five appearances. But Tevez is the one that does all the damage there. Like it's fucking like Isn't that Tevez the season basically. Tevez keeps them up? Tevez keeps up on his own, basically. On the last day of the season at Old Trafford, Yeah, well, last day of the season at Old Trafford. But then we end up signing Mascherano. And I honestly like I'd heard of him, like, but I hadn't a clue what we were getting. I had absolutely no idea what we were getting. And then to yeah. get a, a player of his quality, it seemed we were the only one in from really what West Ham were looking to get rid because he, he couldn't settle or whatever it was. And next thing, Rafa spots a, a little niche and we, and we get in and get Because the deal was like, in doubt. The deal was in doubt because of this tour party thing. And I think Liverpool yeah. go ahead with the deal and then further down the line, they completely buy out the contract. Right, I, if I remember right. right, I don't. I think the tour party thing is still there when he arrives at Liverpool, mm. but Liverpool end up buying out the whole thing and taking full thing. But you didn't know much about him when he gets there, and you're wondering what is he? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know he's when you when you hear Argentinian defence midfield, I think right, he's crunching people, and then you've seen other Argentinians, you've seen other South Americans that play deep, and you see the, like the likes of um, Redondo. You know, there's loads of them out there, and there's a lot of grace to what they do. But this fella was just like you're saying, yin and yang. It was absolutely perfect because yeah. Alonso could go in there and go, I could take the ball, and Mascherano was like a shield around him. No mm. one could get near Alonso because Mascherano would literally just take you out if you went near the fella. But he could play as well, Davo. He could play for. No, no, he, he could, he could, he could absolutely play. Listen, you don't go to Barcelona, win the lot, play in the middle of the park, then drop back when you're a bit older, centre half into a ball playing team like that. When you can't play, you could absolutely play. But the thing for us is, we had the fella beside him who could play better than him with the ball. So he just uses time, fucking like going around smashing fellas. But it wasn't even smashing fellas; it was more like he was the one. He was the one in that team that was like, his runs were 60 yards across, covering one full-back, getting over, covering the other full-back. 
that's what that's why that's I felt that's what his game was. Alonso was just in picking up the pieces, yeah. and he was the one that got over and helped protect the fullback when other teams are coming down the flank. And like that's what I, I just I loved his engine. I love how we I loved how we could get around, and it's kind of how I I I, I hold all defensive midfielders now that we signed to that standard. Yeah. I know it's a fucking I know it's a high standard, but that's my look. That's just me. Like I said to you, I love Alonso. Fucking love them to pits. Like, I hope, I hope he ends up back managing us someday because he's doing some job at Leverkusen. Yeah. But um, for me, my kind of hole in midfield that is that fucking Terrier that gets around, gets his foot in, wins the ball back, and gets it to the players who can fucking who, um, who make I'm, the magic happen. And that's that's and he was he was the best at that. Best I'm around trying, at that. I'm trying to think when we signed him. Is it the summer of 2006 we signed him? No, we signed him in. There was no uh, transfer windows. Then we signed him February '07, and he goes into the Champions. He plays in Athens. He plays in the final in Athens. Ah, uh, so we signed for West Ham in 2006 after the, the cup summer, final. We yeah. beat him in. Yeah, and then yeah. we get him the following and then February. The following February, we take him, and I think he might be. And I think Oshin's right. We're getting him on loan. He, I think he, um, he might be on loan with Liverpool this summer, and then we buy yeah. it out completely. Yeah. And he, he comes in at the start of the old, you know, halfway through the 06 07 season, isn't that right? Mm. Yeah. And he's in the team for the European Cup final yeah. against AC Milan. And I went into that European Cup final and we're winning this. Like, yeah, I, listen, I, I was there. I went to that one. I didn't go to Istanbul. Yeah. I went to that one. And just like I mentioned, Ying and Yang already, listen, we'd now right to get now of Istanbul with the win. Yeah. Like, they, they battered us. But in Athens in 07, we played really well and we lost. Yeah, and that's just like that. That's football. They get that yeah. deflected free kick uh, yeah. close enough to half time. Other than that, we're kind of we're playing really well. And obviously, they they spring the offside trap, get a second, we get a late consolation. I think, and we miss some we miss some good chances in that game as well. Yeah. So, but we like as 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 kind of the game went, the ebb and flow of the game, we were really good. Yeah, and, and we lost. Yeah, I went into that convinced we we're going to win it, but <clears throat> he's only there four months, and then mm. we go into um. 2007, 2008, and of course, he arrives, Torres arrives in the summer of 07, and you're thinking there's something really going on here. You know, Torres is amazing that season. But then you see some of the stuff that goes on, and, and I remember him scoring, I think it might have been against, I think it's Reading. Reading when he weekend. just roars, he starts running, just saying fuck off to the whole ground. Yeah, yeah, to the whole cop. Yeah, just yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. I think it might be yeah. Reading or Wigan. And I'm red. Gonna, I think, I think yeah, I'm no, going to go red. with Reading. I think it was Blue and White Strike. Yeah, it was, it was red. Yeah, um, it was red. And he bashes one in, and he's just running, going fuck. He's a bit like Tamori Ketsboy, do you remember that time where he mm. broke his foot at St James? But he's just mad. Like he's not saying mm. fuck off to people. He's just like you know, he doesn't know how to celebrate. Yeah. He doesn't use his car off for goals. But some mad stuff. Do you remember he gets sent off for Old Trafford for going yeah, bleeding just, mad? Just, he just, just loses the plot. Himself, just talked himself into a red card. Yeah, and they keep trying to pull him away from yeah. to getting the second yellow. He just keeps going until he gets yeah. sent off. And beneath yeah. as you can see, beneath has this fucking fuming. Um, but he just does it. And then another one I was thinking about, Manchester United related as well. Do you remember when we beat them 2-0 at, at Anfield? And um, Vidic gets sent off. Well, 1-0 up. Um, I can't remember who scores the first one in that game. He can't gets sent off himself, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So so basically Torres gets, is, the, Torres gets the first and then God gets the second. Yeah, so Torres is put through by Ben Ayun, which is a brilliant pass by Ben Ayun, which we were mm -hmm. speaking about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And scores, right? And then... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Vidic is sent off, right, for pulling Coit down on the halfway line. Mm. And then Liverpool are just fucking, Tracy the game or Tracy the game. The ball gets played down the main stand towards the cup. Van der Sar comes out. And he you know, plays the out. game. And Mascherano runs about 50 yards, right? A full pelt. And he's about, and I'm not exaggerating when I say he's about 15 yards away from Van der Sar and just launches himself in the air yeah. at Van der Sar. Gets himself a second yellow, gets sent second off. Yellow. 
Enough. And it's like, he was fucking mad. He was absolutely mad. And I always get those that goal from Torres, brilliant, because I always get them mixed up, because was there an FA Cup game where we win it late against United? Yeah, I was at that one as well. Lucky enough to be at that one as well. We beat them 2-1, quite scores at about 88, 89. Oh, that's the one where it falls over his head and over his shoulder and he buries it, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think it's from a I think it's from a, a goal kick from Ryan. It goes just straight down the park. I think there's a flick on and Coy just yeah. gets in and buries it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then mm. there's another one as well. And I can I'm, I'm I'm I always get those games mixed up because is it one nil or two one we win that day? We won two one that day. We went one up and then they equalised. I think from a corner. I don't know who scored, or maybe we scored from a corner. Did Agar score? That day, that was two one anyway. Yeah, yeah Agar scores from a coin that he doesn't jump yeah. behind the header. Yeah, just a little flick, yeah. Yeah, and then they equalise. Yeah. I can't remember who does it because there's another because yeah. a couple of years previous, Crouch scores the only goal in a in a, in a yeah. FA Cup game. At, yeah, that's what that's um, when we won post. it. That, that was that was yeah. 06 when we 05, won. Oh five, oh six, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Mascherano, like the one against United, where he just tears down and launches himself, but he he just got through so much work, didn't he, Davo? And like we all talk about the Gerard Torres kind of link up around our way online and. You know, they were excellent. But in fairness to them, Mascherano and Alonso behind them, where Malonzo was just feeding them and Mascherano was going, don't worry if you lose it. I'll just chase yeah. whoever needs to be fucking chased. Yeah, I'll be plugging the gaps. Like I said, yeah. you, you'd be over with the left full one minute, right full the next minute, in the middle of the park the next minute, smashing someone up and rolling it to Alonso to get us going. Because that... That was like, that team was kind of like, and obviously at the back four, I had Alonso Mascherano sitting, I had Gerard, it was Riera, wasn't it? And Coit. Riera and Coit with Torres up front. And Torres up front. So, like, he was just, he was just winning the ball, getting it to Alonso and fucking, right, he was far going, fucking, he was going play. He was far going play, like. And and the thing is, like, I just, I just thought he was excellent for Liverpool and, and then he, he goes, and it's under a bit of a cloud he goes because I think he's there when Hodgson, Hodgson takes over. Yeah, he's there. But he refused. He doesn't want to play for Hodgson. He yeah, wants he's him. not having a bar of Hodgson. And at the time, Hicks and Gillette, I don't think, want to let him go. And they refuse to let him go. And he's like, fuck you. I think he actually ends up going on strike. Um, yeah. And he just says, no, listen, I'm out of here. Um, and I don't know what's left on his contract because this is this is now 2000 and started 2010-11 season, isn't mm. it? And... I'm presuming he signed an extended deal somewhere because I, you know, I, I don't think he only signed one contract at Liverpool, but he just decides to go on strike. But he always talks about Liverpool, always. Yes. Even when you hear him when they win the European Cup, and he actually goes to Barca and wins the European Cup, doesn't he? Um, uh, That's the Rome final, is it? Straight away, is it? Is it the Rome final or is it is it the Wembley one in 2011? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Was he there? Was, was he, oh, 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 nine, was it? With the, no, oh, obviously, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been 11, yeah, in, uh, in Wembley, yeah. Oh, nine, I think, is Rome, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I'm not oh, sure. nine is Rome where there. Messi scores the header with, no. with his boot off. Mm. And Etu, mm. Etu scores. And then Wembley actually hosts 11 and 12, doesn't it? Because it hosts, does it host? No, it hosts 11 and 13. Because twelve yeah, is in, yeah, in New York, fourteen is Dortmund and Bayern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Bayern come back to win it after being beaten by Chelsea in Munich mm. the year before. But yeah. when he wins the European Cup against Manchester United in 2011, he tells everyone it's for the Liverpool fans that he's done yeah. it. You know, yeah. so That's it wasn't like crazy. he hated. The, it wasn't like he hated the club. It was just he 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 knew what was he knew what was coming, and he wanted it, mm. and he probably felt this was his only chance to go to Barca, but. I know we're talking about his Liverpool days, but fuck me, he goes to Barca. He plays a couple of seasons in midfield, and then they just throw him in the centre half, and he's just he's swanning around the place like there's no one's yeah. business, isn't he? Swanning swan around, and when look and listen, that that was them and that that was them with that pump. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like, wasn't it like Neville saying it was like that boy a thousand cuts? Like they just keep the ball, and they're like a, they're like so, it's like someone kicking you in the legs for ninety minutes, and you yeah. just have nothing left to run because they're after yeah. running you into the ground. So. He didn't have a fucking lot to do. Do you know what I mean? He was like he was obviously the ball playing. He was the ball playing centre back. Look, they're not. They're going to have fucking seventy four possession and ninety percent of matches. So, listen, I thought he. Call. I thought he played him there as like basically. You said something earlier. Like he'd run across the pitch and cover your right back, mm. and then he'd come back in the middle, and then he might see something wrong at left back, and he'd go across there mm. and he'd do it. He felt like he was doing that centre half. It was like I'll stand in the middle here, and if. I don't know, is it Abadal and Danny Elvez as our fullbacks at the time? Yeah. Um, and they'll just, if they're gone 
and something ends up breaking down the side, I'll just run over there and, and deal with it. You know mm. what I mean? Because yeah, but he was, he, he was obviously like that covering spaces, but he was he was disciplined as well because you, you, you had to be, do you know what I mean? He couldn't yeah. be fucking tear Arsenal all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so, he, like, so he was disciplined as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I loved him. What a fucking player. Because like, like, you could genuinely say he goes from being one of the best defensive midfielders in the world, and there's no doubt in that. No mm. doubt in that. Um, you know, because like around the time that he's he's doing this, Makaleli is around, right? Mm. Makaleli is a few years previous to him, but everyone's going Makaleli, 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 and you're looking going, Mascherano's as good as him. Mm. Mascherano does everything you want, and then he just goes and ends up being a centre half in probably the best club team you've ever seen. Yeah. Like genuinely, for yeah, 2011 genuinely, yeah. Barcelona is probably the best club side you've ever seen. Yeah. There's an argument to yeah. say he is anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mad, like just fucking stone mad, and like and like I don't know when. When does he jack it in? He's fucking like he's. But he's there. He's, he's, he's there. The eight, he's, he's he plays in the 2018 European. Or does he play in the 2018 World Cup final? Uh, I, I I assume he does. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't check him. I, I assume he probably does. I think he might play in that final. Um, isn't that Germany and Argentina? Germany and Argentina. Yeah. I think Mascherano plays in that. Yeah. yeah. So that's they, they absolutely batter Germany and get beaten. Yeah, and I think, like, when Mascherano turns up at Liverpool, I think he's only early 20s, isn't he? Yeah, early So if he's yeah, so. early mid-30s when he, when, he, mm. when he plays in that, in that final, I think. Um, but uh, I think he plays in that, I think that might be his last game for Argentina, um, 2018. Yeah. I don't know when he jacks it in completely, um, but... I think, I, th- I, think he's, uh, I think he's managing their under-20s at the minute. Or, yeah. he, or he, he has been. I'm nearly sure he's managing the run at the twenties at the minute. Yeah. Uh, uh, O'Shane says know, he had a season in the Chinese Super League as well. Well, that's to get a few yeah. quid. Well, at the that's end. to get the few. Cause that's you the know? that's the pension. Yeah, that's the mortgage paid off. Yeah, uh, the, that'll sort that. Um, <laughs> but honestly, like Javier Mascherano again. For if anyone's watching now or listening um, to the download, and you're going, Jesus, Mascherano. Um, yeah, go and check him out because I'm sure there has to be there has to be kind of clips of him on youtube and just watch him through his liverpool days because he was he was he was brilliant at what he done but he was absolutely bananas um oh, bananas man. and you were just it was like a ticking down a time bomb waiting to go off and he done at the maddest times like to go and jump at edwin van der Sar when you're one nil up at anfield against united going into the closing minutes with and they have 10 men there's no need for you mm. to be chased anything no need for it yeah and he just does it it was fucking brilliant uh O'Shane says he retires at 2020 at estudiantes back in argentina so there yeah. you go right your third one who have you got oh fowler Pro- probably oh. probably my fa- probably my favorite me favorite ever liverpool player i'd say right Probably me, me favorite. Just at now, that age, you're, you're about eleven when he comes yeah, on the scene. When he comes on the scene against the yeah. five goals against Fulham, Fulham in the League Cup game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that's around ninety-three-ish, is it? Yeah, and and it's a two-legged affair because I think he might score at Fulham yeah. as well in the return. Yeah. I think. And but, I remember because I read. I, I remember actually I read something somewhere. I don't know whether it was his book. It might have been his book. And Sionis was coming to the end, and there was. Big big clamour for Sionis to throw him in. I don't know whether he'd already. I don't know whether Sionis was in charge when he had given him his debut. And he yeah, got I think Sionis. I, I think Sionis was given his debut. Yeah, and, but Sionis was Sionis was on his way out, and Sionis said to him, "Look, you're going to be fine here. I'm just keeping you out of this fucking shit shop because I'm basically going to get the bullet soon, and I don't want you to be tired with me or fucking anything like that." That was what he said anyway. But how much true to that? I don't know. Um, but obviously, then he, look, it, it just goes from there. He has the um, he has that breakout game against Fulham, where he gets the five goals, and he gets into once he gets into side, he never comes over. Obviously, till he leaves, um, absolutely just a lethal finisher. I don't think I don't think I've ever seen someone strike a ball as true. So little backlift, uh, brilliant in the air, two footed. Obviously, didn't have any pace, so it was all fucking. He pissed. had, you see. I disagree with that, but go on. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, pace. He wasn't Michael Owen pace. He was. He was a Michael Owen or Torres pace. Yeah, look, he could, he could obviously move, and he was quicker than Ian Rush, his strike partner, who uh, was about forty six when when the tilt went fell or force got in. But just like bang straight away on the scene, five goals against Fulham, and obviously then like 
people I know a lot of people there might be some people that don't remember and obviously the two goals at Old Trafford the one that breaks the camera uh, where he puts it in yeah. the absolute Eric Cantona's return to football Eric Cantona's return and he puts it in that fucking just with the the angle of the fucking thing at Schmeichel's yeah. near post it's yeah. a frightening finish with the pace it breaks the camera Um, remember like, like I said to you football then even then around like yeah, 94, 95, 96 it wasn't like it is now and I remember I was being on Sky Super Sunday and I'm scoring a diving header against Derby and then diving into the fucking net after the ball obviously the Newcastle games the winner yeah the header and I think probably he gets some big goals obviously in 2001 and the in both finals yeah uh the league cup final and then in uh in Dortmund against Alaves but I think me I, I have to say Gav I think my favourite one is the one where he stitches standing up all ends up with that little at the cop end villa, yeah. villa at the cop end just a little, little Cruyff torn through uh Stanton's legs and then absolutely like I was saying, yeah, hits the ball as true as you can yeah. fucking hit it. Doesn't because spin. It, doesn't do doesn't anything. Spin. And here, it's not in the top corner and it's not in the bottom corner. It's halfway it's up the net. It's, it's the keeper's height, but yeah. he hits it so well, Bosnich has a fucking prayer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's, I have to say, it's me, it's me favourite foul I go, I think, by a mile. Just everything, it just it personified him. And that, in that game, obviously, as well, he gets a hat-trick um, against Villa. And I was absolutely good when he left even though you could kind of see it yeah. coming a couple of injuries catching up with him at that stage yeah um, yeah <coughs> where where do you start with him where do you start exactly <laughs> like he's I still think to this day the most natural finisher Liverpool have ever has ever seen mm. not the greatest goal scorer that Liverpool have ever seen Ian Rush is that because Ian Rush is 346 <clears throat> goals Liverpool I think it is but the most natural finisher, and what I mean by that is, people go, what is a natural finisher? It's somebody that finishes the ball and it just looks like it's it's not even affecting their body when they're doing it. It's, it's yeah. nothing to them. You know what I mean? It's like when you see someone playing snooker and they just get down and hit balls in pockets. You know, mm. they're not lining things up. They're just not. Ronnie O'Sullivan is the most mm. best natural go, uh, snooker player you've ever seen because Ronnie O'Sullivan can play with, off both hands and just does it. It's just in him. You know what I mean? And Fowler for me was that. Yeah, he arrives in, on the scene in 93. Um, and from the minute he comes in, it's like, you know he's going to be good. And you know he's a scouser. Uh, the crowd fucking love him. He gets five like uh, in a League Cup game at Anfield against against Fulham. And you're like, what is going on here? Do you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. the, the the quick, the, the hat-trick against Arsenal, um, which is only beaten by Sadio Mane um, yeah. uh, years yeah. and years later. Um, that was just, gets, just astonishing. He, he gets a like, he gets a winner in a derby quite early as well. I think we beat him two one at home, and he gets the winner. Yeah, that's where he's put through down the, the, the at the no, cop end and puts it across the keeper. Yeah, he yeah. puts it across the keeper. Um, he he scores an equaliser at Everton late on as well in around ninety five mm. in a, in a in a in a derby a deep cross and he gets I think he gets a header on it. But there's so many memories go through my head when I think of Fowler like. You're talking about just like he, he scores on the opening day of the season against Arsenal around 96 97, um, where he smashes one in from about 25 yards off the underneath the, the bar, under, yeah, 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 under, remember, under yeah, side of the bar. bar yeah. You know, he um, he just remember the goal he gets away in Europe where he flicks over the fella's head on the sideline, yeah, and over, just in, runs uh, through. Yeah, over in, over um, in Finland or something, yeah, yeah, brilliant uh, was it wasn't Rosenberg, was it? I might be 47 or something like that would have been. No, it man, wasn't. Think. It'll come to me now in a minute. It was, um, oh, it'll come to me in a minute. Someone in the chat might tell me that'll do me fucking head in now. But it, it's just, he wasn't a street footballer. Street footballers are different. He was just someone that just, that ball needs to go there and I'll just put it there. You yeah. know, and you see strikers nowadays and the, the, you can see how they, they, they position their body when they're about to shoot. And even the great Henri used to position his body mm. to a certain way to put it across keepers. Fowler wouldn't. Just come to Fowler and he just put it in the net. He just It didn't matter mm. where it was. He just put it in the net. Um, <coughs> Bram Bergen. Oh, Shane's yeah. right. Bram Bergen. Yeah, thanks a million. Um, but, but like you were talking about big goals. He gets a fucking great goal against Aston Villa at Old Trafford in the semi-final. A header. Right? And then he gets the and second gets the where one, it comes, out, it comes out and he yeah. chests it. And puts it back across Bosnich again off the post yeah. and in. That's the '96 mm. FA Cup semi-final, um, the League Cup. Yeah, like you said, Berry's one. 
then he scores against Everton at Anfield and starts sniffing the grass. And Gerard Julia yeah. tries to tell you it's a something to do with Rigobert's song and cows yeah. and grass and <laughs> you know all sorts of mad stuff. He gets banned. Doesn't he get banned or fined for supporting the Dockers? Um, after a Euro- I think I think yeah, yeah I think he gets fined. I think he yeah. gets fined for that. Yeah, um, that's Dockers, that's yeah. in a, that's in a European game at Anfield. Um, when he's supporting the the Dockers at Liverpool, you know, he, he was just outrageous. One actually, one of his last acts at Liverpool is a hat trick at Filbert Street. Do you remember it? Yeah, he gets a hat trick. One, one of the tour goal where Smiths are pulled back to him and Roy right Foot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You could talk all day about him. He was, he was, he was stupid good. And he, he scores. I, I was like I said, I was gutted when he left. He obviously goes to Leeds, um, and he scores this little. They beat West Ham. I think, well, look, he scores against West Ham anyway. I think it might have been like a Monday night football. And he scores this kind of half-volley lob over David James. It's like the fucking deftest little clip. Oh, yes. So it's abs- It's like he's just waiting for it to come down and yeah. then just like a, like, a, like a golf swing, like a little chip yeah. gaff, just an easy one, and just a little half-volley clip. Yeah. And on the replay, you can see James. He was obviously a huge man anyway. And he's off the ground, and it goes about that much over his fingertips and into the net. Yeah. It's, it's an absolute yeah. unbelievable finish. And, and I was still I, in mourning at that time. I was uh, fucking yeah. sick. And another one I remember, actually, it's not a goal he scores, but we're, we're away at Leeds. I want to say it's in a cup game. And we're beating them. We're, we're well on top, and it's near the end. And the ball's put down the left wing to him. And I don't know how he does it, but he keeps the ball in. He goes around the player. And I don't know how the fuck he keeps it in. And he hits this cross-field pass to, 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 I don't know who he hits it to. And then Liverpool end up scoring anyway. And the skill in it, just to do that uh, on the sideline. He wasn't just about always scoring goals. He had good skill as well. You know what I mean? He, he, he just had things. But just even when he's put through on goal, you're talking about that, the, the, the famous Newcastle games. He's put through on pace. But the pace was in his, his head. He knew mm-hmm. when to time runs. And, and when he timed them right, once he got across you, you were never getting back because he didn't mind which side he went on. And there's one at Newcastle where I think Redknapp puts him through and he runs through and he actually puts a past, um, I think it's Shaka Hislop, hits the post and mm. Berger scores from it. But those sort of runs where he's just, you know, he's on it. And when he's on it, you're not getting him. You're not catching him. Because it's, it's, if, it's, if he's naturally it's, it's left footed, you're waiting for him to come yeah, across yeah. you. He, he didn't care. He didn't care where it was. The, the, the pace that he had, he used, Gav, was because like you said there, if you put him through and he got across you, he was hitting it. He was hitting it early. He didn't care. He was, he, yeah, he was getting a strike off on goal. He wanted to, he wanted to get a strike on goal. Yeah, so he didn't care. He, he'd hit it early. If he got across you and he had half a yard, he was hitting it. Yeah. And, and he was hitting the target. But the thing was, he's, I think he's the only player out there that's ever dyed his hair blonde and backed it up. Yeah. Because you see fellas dyeing their hair all the time and you're like, what are you doing, you fucking idiot? But he just done that. And then just start, just kept scoring goals as if to go. Yeah, I died me here. Who gives a fuck? And you mentioned, and you mentioned last acts there. I, I, listen, I know he went, he went to Australia for a little while uh, and that, but I think one of his last acts in the Premier League is scoring against United for Man City in, in, at May. And, uh, was it Eastlands? Uh, yeah, it might have been Eastlands actually. I think they yeah, were. They were in, yeah, they would have been there by then and, and getting a goal. I think they beat them 3 1 or 3 0. And uh, again, ball just rolled back to him, left foot, pink, top corner. Yeah. No, no messing. And, how, uh, how were you when he signed back for Liverpool? I was delighted. I was yeah. delighted. Yeah, I was. And you know what? He actually, there was a lot of slagging and a lot of stuff in papers and stuff like that. And all. I actually, he absolutely earned his, the extra year that he got. Yeah. I think he got four or five league goals when he came back in, in yeah. the in the January. Yeah. Um, he got four or five league goals. And uh, I think he absolutely uh, deserved his... Uh, the extra year that he got, I think it was actually a savvy bit of business from Rafa. Yeah. To be fair, I didn't think he was. Listen, he, he what he what it, 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 it's what he was. It was like break glass. We need a goal. We get him on. Yeah, um, he's not going to do too much running around. But if the ball drops to him, he'll finish. And he did. In fairness to him, yeah, he did. The, a couple just remind me there. He scores one at uh, he scores one at um he scores one at Anfield when he comes back, and I think it's a knockdown from Crouch. It might be against Newcastle, and mm. he just sweeps it into the bottom corner. But you know what one I love, and it's not shown enough. There's one at West Ham, <coughs> and it might be opening day of the season, or very close to the opening day of the season. And they're playing in that yellow fucking kit, mm. it's around ninety-eight. And the ball is played. Oh, I know the one. It's quite yeah. the head of it, and it's behind yeah. them. 
he's at the, he's out the, on the edge of the box near, just hooks it into the top corner it's behind him and he just gets his body around and smashes it across goal into the far corner mm-hmm. it's an unbelievable volley an unfucking believable yeah, volley quality um he, he was jesus christ like i think he's 180 odd um he might have 180 odd liverpool goals i think but i don't know is there any is there dvds out there because if there is, I'll get to find the DVD player and go on back and watch them. Because ah, listen, the fucking YouTube in Robbie Fowler's goals, like he just and, and obviously listen, he's he obviously wins the League Cup in '95, and then it's it's probably a long old stretch that six years up until uh, we deal with a treble. But like he's he's a major part of that. You know what I mean? His goal, his goal in um, his goal in Dortmund against Alaves is brilliant as well. Yeah, he comes in on his right foot and he yeah. just keeps dropping the shoulder and then just yeah. places it with his right foot yeah. in the bottom corner. And it's and you know what. It's very similar to a goal against United where I think he actually gets the two in the game. Do you remember he ran for Schmeichel, he calls a free kick at the Yeah, he puts corner. a free kick in at the cop end where Schmeichel well, doesn't... Well, his, sec- his, second, his second goal in that game is, is similar to the one in Dortmund. That's it's where McManaman breaks down the left and plays yeah, him in. And and he's, and, yeah, and he's coming, he's, like you said, he's coming across on his right foot and he, he puts one centre-back on his arse anyway and then, and then rolls a yeah, right played- shot. Roy foot shot past Schmeichel. It puts yeah. him on his arse as well. Yeah, it's that goal is where Liverpool are one nil up and it breaks McManaman. McManaman literally goes down the left channel. It's late, it's late it. enough with him. Late enough game. in the game. And he, he passes it into Fowler. Fowler's actually coming on to it on his left foot. And it's coming on and he takes the touch with his right foot and you think he's gonna hit it. And the defender comes across and he just dances Sprawling, inside him. Yeah. Schmeichel comes out and spreads and he just chips him with his right foot. Yeah. But then you're mentioning that one where he smashes the camera. Um, in, in in Old Trafford the second one is where he actually just shoulders never out of the way yeah, takes a touch and ships Michael as well and the funny thing about that one was that was um, that was Cantona's return to English football and the reason it was against Liverpool is because they moved the game back a day mm. they moved the, the game was meant to be on a Saturday and Cantona wouldn't have been eligible to play he had a nine month ban and he wasn't due back to say like the 4th of November and the, the Saturday was the 31st of October, whatever. The dates are probably a little bit off. And they move it back a day, which means Cantona can play. And, and they, they, all stay, they, went, they, they went one nil up after about 30 Nicky seconds. Bull. Nicky, Nicky Bull scores for them. And the, by the way, the penalty decision for Cantona that day was a disgrace. That's Redknapp on gigs, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he wins yeah. the ball. But it's it's um when you went they all come out with those French flags everywhere and Cantona and every, it's all about fucking Cantona. And Old Trafford's being redeveloped at the time. Mm-hmm. So there's there's fuck all Liverpool fans there. And uh, yeah, Fowler scores and then scores again, and then they end up giving you know the penalty, redding up on gigs. Cantona sticks away and kind of jumps around the stanchion. You remember yeah. the call? Um, yeah. And it was you know, but them that even them days it was just he was just ruthless in front of goal, you know. And you always thought if Fowler's on the pitch and you needed something, you get it. You would if he gets if he gets a chance here, you get it. And he was just. You see fellas getting three goals and you go, brilliant. Like I think he scores five against Bleeding Forest one 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 week. Mm-hmm. Um I think we win about eight nil and he gets five of them. Yeah. And he just keeps yeah. scoring. He just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. It doesn't go easy on anyone, but um he's a belting pick. Is he is he your favourite? Is he still your favourite Liverpool? Yeah, player? yeah. I suppose it's hard now with kind of it's he's definitely my favourite from from when I look back like obviously to when I was. Well John Barnes is still my favourite. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um I don't really I don't really get too hung up in it players wise anymore. Like I, lo- I, I love them all, and then well, I'm kind of one of these fellas as well. When they leave, I don't give a fuck about them. As in, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know, with some fellas go out, Jays, I'd like them to do well and all. So you see what when Alden when he left and blah blah, was like look, he's gone. I don't give a fuck about Genie now. He's great servants yeah. and fucking blah blah. Yeah. But fuck him, he's gone. Yeah. He doesn't play maybe, maybe maybe there's a few exceptions where they see out their career, and you yeah. kind of go, you know, yeah. like, uh, like well, yeah, the, 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 yeah, we do. Yeah, there, like, like Milner. Now, well, I'm, yeah. I'm a bit, I'm a bit like you, and it's not that I don't give a fuck about them. I'm just paying no attention to them. Yeah, you know, exactly. like you get yeah, fellas and they'll be they'll be following yeah. Wijnaldum every week, and they'll be following this every week. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I couldn't. No. Even, I think Wijnaldum's no. in Saudi Arabia now, isn't he? Um, and like, it's it's one of those. But I think the one that did hurt, uh, one of those where you kind of go, fucking hell, was Fowler when he goes. Yeah. Torres is the same when he mm. goes. And I don't even think Suarez as much because Suarez is just going around trying to eat people. So we yeah, knew it was coming. Yeah, we knew, we knew no. kind of knew that was coming. Yeah. The writings on the wall. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, we've found out, and even United, like any club, finds out like that if a Latin player is playing for you, be a South America or Spanish or whatever like that, if Madrid and Barcelona come in, he's going yeah. to want to go. 
there's probably a ninety five percent chance that he wants yeah. he wants out he wants to go with them and that's just the loyal land where them lads are. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the language. And, and, and it's, it's, it's the it's language. It's what they want to do. And look, it worked yeah. out for Mascherano. It didn't it worked out for Alonso. It didn't work out for Coutinho. The worst it killed his career. Yeah, um, you know, like it's the lifestyle, the, the, the lifestyle, yeah. the, the weather, the, the mm. you know. And I think they love the they love the whole Madrid Barcelona thing. But I think when you look at their partners or wives, they want mm. to be in a country where they're natural. You know, yeah. they're. The Her native are. tongue is, is, is yeah. you know, is there for them, and it makes it an awful lot easier for them, you know. Um, but Robbie Fowler, I think, is a brilliant way to finish it. Uh, it really wants, to, it actually makes me want to go now and just lash on YouTube yeah. and type in Robbie Fowler goals. Um, so if you are, if you're, if you're watching now, get on Robbie Fowler's goals. Have a little look around Mascherano. If you can find any Rob Jones stuff, brilliant. But um, Robbie Fowler goals, it'll, it'll, it'll do the trick for you. Um, thanks a million to everyone for watching. Um, all the members, loads of members in there watching. Thanks a million for that. Anyone listening tomorrow. Um, I hope it makes you go and watch some Robbie Fowler goals. Uh, the rest of the week tomorrow we have LASK um, reaction um, from the lads at 10 p.m. We're not on Friday. We're not on Saturday. We've a, uh, but we do have a member show coming out on Friday with regards to the 1920 title, and um, we'll be back on Sunday then with reaction to um, the game against Fulham and the lads. We'll be back on Sunday night. Um, I was meant to do a draw tonight for any of the members to have joined YouTube. Um, I I left the list in another room and I'm not going to get it. So, 10am tomorrow morning, myself and Kev are doing a half an hour where I just drink tea and we talk about whatever we fucking want to. Um, so, when we do that tomorrow morning, we will definitely do that draw, I promise. Um, Davo, thanks a million. Three good picks. Oh, I can mark them off the list now. No one else is allowed yeah. to have them. They're no yours. One else them. No one's allowed yeah. to have them. Um, yeah, that's us. Ha, enjoy the rest of your evening. I've got Davo off nice and early because he's in bed in about 20 minutes. He's up early for his paper run. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's it. Talk to you in a bit. Over right now. Sports Social Podcast Network.